Hello there, friends. Welcome back to another episode of the Proving It Plant-Based podcast. We are now on episode number 12. So we're still in the early days, season one, um, but I'm excited because we got something different for you today. And up until this point, I have done all these episodes as solo episodes. So today is my first episode where I'm having a guest on the podcast, and I think that you're going to enjoy this. I think that you're going to be just as excited for this one as I am. So welcome. Welcome to the Proving It Plant-Based Podcast. My name is Natalie. I am your host, and you guys, this is the place if you're looking for you know, things related to a plant-based diet and lifestyle, you're thinking about making the transition but not really sure how, well, you've come to the right spot. We are also gonna dive into things related to mindset, strength training, fitness, implementing healthy habits, and we cover all of these things in our episode today and my conversation with my guest, Rosalind. So I'm going to introduce you in a moment here to my guest. Um, Rosalind is a friend and a client of mine and we started working together almost at the beginning of the pandemic. So she's gonna talk a little bit about her experience through the past year, working remotely, working out remotely, changing her diet to a mostly plant-based diet and kind of how she's really pushed past her own limiting beliefs, how she's been able to reflect on these changes, on the transitions, and really reap all the benefits of her hard work and the small changes that she's made over the course of almost the last year. All right, so I'm going to let Rosalind take the stage. She's gonna introduce herself. She's gonna tell you all about herself and her journey. And I really hope that you resonate with a couple of the topics that we talk about today. And maybe her advice can inspire you to make some changes yourself. So without further ado, here is my conversation with Rosalind. There may be a couple baby noises in the background, but don't mind that at all. All right, I'll let Rosalind take it away. All right, Rosalind, thank you so much for joining me today. So we have a special guest today on the podcast, my friend and client, Rosalind, and she's here just to talk about her experience and her overall goals and transformation when it's come to her fitness lifestyle. So Roz, take it away. Tell us about yourself. Hi, Natalie. Thanks so much for having me. I'm so excited to finally be on this podcast. Um, I love it. I love the content. It's been so good and so relatable. I've even shared some of it with my mom. (laughs) So thanks for having me. (laughs) Thank you for being on. Yeah. 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 So tell us a little bit about what you do for work and kind of, you know, how you've been navigating the pandemic and basically this past year. Yeah. Yeah. So obviously, um, you know, it's, it's been a challenging year. Um, just to give a little background on myself, I currently work remotely for a delivery tech company. I wasn't always remote. Um, I used to go into the office um, and 
when the pandemic happened in March, we were all forced to be remote, um, like many others. Um, and so obviously that was like extremely challenging because at that time I had set my new year's resolutions and I was so excited. I was like, oh, this is a year I'm going to be ripped and I'm going to do all this. I'm so excited. And then the pandemic happened. The gyms closed, um, the spin studios closed. And so I'm not going to lie, I was a little stuck. Um, and then I saw that you were offering like some exercises um, and you were doing it like four times a week. And so that's when I decided to to jump on it. And I'm like, okay, well, I don't know what's going on. Everything is hectic, everything is crazy, but this is something I can do during my lunch break. So, um, so yeah, so that's how I was introduced to um, your program and to some of what you were doing. Um, but yeah, that's how I got essentially started. Yeah, it's, it's crazy because things were so kind of unknown back then. It was like, okay, how long is this gonna last? Is it gonna be, you know, a month, a couple months and places just being closed. I think it like threw everyone for a loop. And yeah, yeah. I never had thought that, we, that I'd still be here. Like I never thought that I'd still be working from home at this point. I thought it was gonna be like, oh, you know, a few months and we'll be back before you know it. Gyms will be open. And so, yeah. <laughs> right, almost like, okay, we need to find a temporary solution and go with that. But instead this has kind of been you know, long-term solution with working from home and then just finding that new normal for yourself. Yeah, exactly, exactly. It was not easy, but sometimes you just gotta roll with the punches and just live it through. <laughs> and so now we were talking a little bit before this and you said, you know, your days can be really long at work, sometimes 10 hour days because you've got a flexible schedule. Yeah. So how does that factor in when it comes to, you know, your time management and fitting in, eating healthy and working out and all that? Yeah, yeah. So as you said, I, I work like a four by 10 schedule and I get one day off per week. Um, and so I do get like every other, it'll, it'll either be a Friday or it'll be a Wednesday. Um, and so for me, it's really helpful because I try to do my meal planning on a Sunday. Um, but then I also, if it, if Sunday comes along and I'm feeling like, oh, I'm a little tired or I have a lot going on during the weekend, then I give myself some grace and I know that I have other days of the week where I can eat it, that I can plan. Um, so I kind of give myself like a little bit of a backup plan. Um, so it's, you know, that's really helpful for me. Um, also, I know since I'm off, I can do another exercise or I can do something different and go for a walk. Um, so that plays in nicely with, with my goals and my plan. That's great. I love that you kind of have like a plan A and then a plan B. So if things change, there's wiggle room and, you know, there's other options where you can give yourself flexibility and it's not so black and white regimented this is how it has to be and if we deviate off plan you know everything's a failure because yeah i think a lot of people have a hard time balancing that is like one missed workout then leads to two missed workouts or one meal that's quote unquote off is then like a whole day or a whole week off so you give yourself yeah. a backup plan Definitely, definitely. And it, it wasn't always like that. Um, I, I think honestly, like living through this pandemic and um, honestly doing the program, which we might dive into a little bit later, but doing the program really helped me with that because, um, you know, you do a lot of mindset work. And so you, you know, part of that was discussing like, if something doesn't work out, 
it's not necessarily the end of the world, right? You don't have to just, you know, let's say you eat something and you're not happy about it. It doesn't have to be like, oh, well, it's over. So I'm just going to keep eating all this stuff. Like, no, right. you ate it, you enjoyed it. Now you move on and tomorrow is another day. You know? I love that. That's you. Mm -hmm said it so perfectly you enjoy it and then you move on yeah yeah exactly um yeah letting go of like the guilt and the shame that can come along with eating something bad you know yeah and it's not to say that it's not going to happen sometimes it might happen um but you find ways to kind of like deal with your emotions face them and then you move on the next day you know yeah day yeah, I think that's what a lot of it is too, is when we emotionally eat, it's because of feelings, it's because of stress or something that's like external, yet yeah. eating can be the way that we deal with it. Yeah, yeah. So exactly. Even just acknowledging that, appreciating that and being able to move mm -hmm. on from it. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. All right, so we got a couple questions here for you today, and I want to dive in just on your personal experience. We'll talk a little bit about the program and maybe some tips that you have for people listening in. Yeah. So the first question I have for you is, what is one myth about going plant-based that you believed before diving in yourself? Yeah, yeah. So. Um, there are two myths that I had. Um, I think the first one is that like being on a plant-based diet, I kind of thought that if you're on a plant-based diet, that means that you're eating rabbit food and, <laughs> and that you're just like not eating enough. Um, and as someone who's a foodie, I, you know, I immediately thought I'm like, oh no, I, I can't eat rabbit food. Like that's probably not going to work for me. Um, I've also heard that you don't get enough protein. I've heard that um, you can have like weak bones. You're not getting enough nutrients, like things like that. Yeah. Um, yeah. So those are some of the myths that I, you know, I kind of thought of um, in the beginning. But once doing the program, I learned that that's definitely not the case. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. And you know, like I consider myself a foodie too. I love. <laughs> different kinds of food I love to eat and I actually remember talking to um a fellow athlete in college that she was like she was the same way she was like I love to eat I love food and that's why I run like that's how I got into running and I was like well that's a <laughs> bad relationship to have <laughs> with food first of all but mm -hmm. the thing is, is that the more you exercise, the bigger of an appetite you have. So therefore you can, and you should eat more food. And you know, the thing about plant-based is you actually do have to eat more food because if you're eating whole food, you have to eat in volume. Cause a lot of people will say, I don't feel hungry. I'm not, you know, I'm not eating meat and meat used to fill me up. So intentionally we actually do have to eat more. Yeah, I actually found that by being on a plant-based plant-based diet, I actually eat more than I did before. My plates look bigger. And so, um, yeah, that's definitely a myth. And I'm still getting all of my nutrients. Um, it's just coming from the vegetables that I'm already eating. Right. So, yeah. And what are some ways that you've 
gotten in the right amount of protein since that was kind of a, a myth that you had believed? Yeah, yeah. So, um, so part of that is just like researching some of the vegetables that have the most protein. Um, also adding it into a lot of my meals. So like in my, so I have protein shakes almost every single day. That's right there. It's like the first 20 grams. And I add like, I add vegetables in that. Um, I just make sure that every meal has enough protein. And, you know, by doing my research, just by learning about the different vegetables that have higher amounts of proteins, I know I'm going to get that in. Um, and then also there's like plant-based meats that are really, really good. Yeah. Um, and I've been like discovering those and adding those to my diet now, which is good. Um, and yeah, it, it was it was definitely a journey at first. I think, you know, we, we worked through, through this. Like at first I, I was like, oh, I, I'm having trouble, you know, eating enough protein. And then you would share different things with me like, oh, edamame has a lot of protein. And I think you had told me like chia seeds have a lot of protein. So I started like throwing those things in um, into my diet and that's helping me actually get to my goal. Yeah, it's interesting that those little things that you wouldn't think of, adding in a little extra beans into something or the edamame mm -hmm. or the hemp seeds, where normally you might just say like, no, I don't, I don't need anything else in my smoothie, like I'm, I'm good, or I don't need anything in my oatmeal, but actually adding in that little bit more protein content goes a long way when it comes to your overall protein bowl daily. Yeah, definitely. Um, even like the breads that I eat, I didn't realize that certain breads will have more protein. I actually learned that just recently, honestly. Um, you know, I've tried, I've been eating the Ezekiel bread and I'm like, oh, like when I eat this, I'm actually getting, I think it's like 10 grams of protein. Yeah, it's just crazy. by eating those two slices. And I'm like, oh, I would have never imagined that. Right? So, <laughs> yeah. Great point that you bring up because then when we're grocery shopping too, you can be more intentional about if you're deciding between two different brands and then you look mm -hmm. at the nutrition and you're like, oh, well, this one, you know, is lower in sugar, higher in protein. So I'm going to go with that versus just kind of like, I don't want to say mindlessly because I don't think we mindlessly grocery shop, but mm -hmm. just being more intentional about choosing those items. It's like, if you're going to buy bread anyways, you might as well buy the one that's going to benefit you more. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. 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 Awesome. All right. So I know we talked about, you know, the past year for you, but what really made you want to make a change? Yeah. Yeah. Um, so honestly, um, you know, a lot of it has to do with my family history. Um, it's not great when it comes to like health. Um, there's a lot of obesity. Uh, my grandmother, unfortunately, she's battling Alzheimer's disease. Um, my mother had breast cancer four years ago. And so, you know, when I hear of these things, um, unfortunately, like my family history, the health isn't great. And so um, I know that it's something that I've had on my mind. And so I know that by, you know, improving my diet, I can increase my odds of like not you know, not, not necessarily not getting it, but if I can like increase my odds and do something to be more preventative, mm -hmm. um, then I'm going to do it, you know, um, that's part of it. But then also, you know, I want to, I want my body to feel good. Like when I work out, when I eat, when I wake up, like I, I want to feel good. And so I know that by, you know, focusing on what I put in my body, I'm, you know, it's, 
I'm, it's going to affect how I feel every day. So yeah. yeah, those two things. Amazing. I think that's actually the first time you shared with me. I know we, we talked about, you know, genetics and, and overall health of family, but you know, that's, those are some really big reasons yeah. um, to make a change. And like you said, you know, for your own benefit, not only for long-term health, but to feel good right here, right now. And knowing that just like anything that you're working towards, if you practice something, yep. you're going to reap the benefits of it. Mm -hmm. And so that's really cool because to be able to firsthand feel a difference or see a difference just by the foods that you're putting into your body, it's like, well, it's a win-win because you're taking care of your future self and you're taking care of yourself right now. Yeah, exactly, exactly, exactly. Um, and sometimes like, you know, that's what I thought of before, you know, doing the plant-based diet, but, you know, as I was doing it, you know, we do a lot of, as I said it before, but we do a lot of mindset work and a lot of like reflecting. And so some of the prompts we do is, you know, we have food journals and we'd write down like how this food made us feel. And so, you know, I immediately noticed that like by eating this kind of diet, I was actually feeling better and my workouts felt stronger and I felt really good. And so that was important to me. That is important to me still, so. Yeah, and that's motivation in itself to just keep going in that direction, you know, cause I think oftentimes people get discouraged and it happens even when clients go uh, plant-based for the first time and they're like, oh my God, I'm, I'm so bloated or, you know, my body yeah. feels weird, but the transition phase can be challenging because your body is adjusting. But overall, like once you get past that transition phase, yeah. energy is better, you know, you are always getting enough protein if you're eating whole foods. And to go back to that, you know, protein a little bit, cause that seems yep. to be, everyone's question all the time. Um, like our bodies don't even need as much protein as we think. Mm -hmm. So even for you, like, you know, I gave you, I don't want to say an aggressive protein goal, but like it's a challenging protein goal. So, you know, yeah. you're going to be challenged to meet that goal. And so if you fall short of it, you know, even if it's like, okay, I'm 20 grams short, like, you're still getting over, yeah. you know, a hundred grams of protein a day. So like your body's good. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so. exactly. So true. Yeah. yeah. So what had you done, uh, prior to us working together? I know that, you know, we met through our spin studios. I know that you were, um, consistently going to spin classes. Was there anything yeah. else you were doing? Um, not really. It was mainly, you know, I've always tried to like, you know, quote unquote, eat healthy. Um, and I've always worked out for years, um, but I didn't necessarily have like results. Um, I'd always just say like, oh, I'm a little bit thicker than most. <laughs> and I just kind of accepted that, you know, um, 
Um, but yeah, no, I didn't have, I feel like I didn't have much consistency. I feel like for me, it was more of like a, okay, I'm going to try to like make this spin class. And like, there were some weeks where I had like really good workout weeks and like I had a really great diet that week, but then there were some weeks that like, I didn't work out that much and you know, my diet was really poor and then I'd fall into this, like, oh, I haven't worked out. So what's another day, you know? Right. And so it like I said, I've always been kind of tried to be healthy, but it wasn't always as consistent as it is now. Yeah. That makes a lot of sense because healthy means something different to everyone. And it's like a very broad spectrum. So, you know, just setting the goal to eat healthier or exercise more, it's kind of like, there's so much wiggle room of like, well, what does that even mean? Mm -hmm. So, mm -hmm. you know, some maybe exercising more is okay. Well, you, you aim to have four spin classes a week done, but then, you know, like you said, you've missed one and then that would mean yep. more. And so what I've noticed with yeah. you and with other clients in the program is like setting those smaller goals and having more of a consistent routine that even when something small slip up does happen, you're not, you know, turning it into a, a whole week or weeks of, yeah. you know, not showing up or, or not eating the way you want to be. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And I think that's what the biggest difference is from, you know, from before. Um, now it's like, I have my routine, like I have my three workouts, the strength, that's actually the biggest change too. Like I didn't really do strength training before, yeah. like the way I'm doing it now. Um, so my body, I'm just, I feel like now I'm working out parts of my body that I didn't even think of. And I'm like, oh my yeah. God, this poor part of my body has like, you know, I've been ignoring it my whole life. <laughs> um, so, so it's, it's, it's really good to like actually work out my body and, and watch it change in, in good ways. You know, I'm getting stronger and it feels really good. Um, before I would try strength training, but it was a little bit different from now. I would just like, I don't know, it just, it was just different. I feel like now I'm pushing myself and I'm challenging myself a little bit more. Whereas before I'd, I would just do like a few reps, but I wasn't really strenuous, you know? Yeah. Um, and so it's a little bit different. Like I said, it's more strength training. Um, it's being more mindful about like what I'm eating now too, like eating more vegetables, um, thinking about like how food makes me feel. I feel like that's like the biggest difference from before too, you know? Yeah, yeah. That's huge. And you're really, you know, making me recognize that that is a big part of our program because if something doesn't agree with your body, you know, when it causes bloating, indigestion, fatigue, anything like, then we probably shouldn't be eating it or just, you know, being mindful about the foods that we like and then how it's making us feel as well. So yeah, exactly. Exactly. And like, even before it's like, well, I've been having heartburn, but I didn't really pay attention to it. And I'm like, well, this heartburn probably isn't normal, <laughs> you yeah. know, like all those little things that we've probably been experiencing, but because, you know, for whatever reason, it could be like, we're just not that we're distracted, but if, if you're doing other things, and you're not really thinking about that, then you may not realize like what your body's really feeling and what your body's trying to tell you. You know? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. That it's not, 
it's not exactly normal to be in pain. Yeah, that's yeah, kind of exactly. Or like, I shouldn't, I mean, even like being full, like I'm like, oh, like I would eat. I think part of this is like my part of my background, like my culture. I'm from the Dominican Republic in Puerto Rico. <laughs> yeah. um, and I feel like, you know, we eat a lot of before, like the standard plate would be like white rice, beans, lots of meat, eat until you're full. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and I'm Absolutely. like, oh, it doesn't have to be that way. Don't get me wrong. I still eat the foods I love. I still eat rice and beans like a lot. Yeah. Um, but it's a little bit different now, you know, I, I try to add a little bit more greens, you know, I try to be a little bit more mindful about what I'm eating, um, but I still have fun with it and I still add, um, you know, I still eat a lot of foods that I enjoy in my culture, you know? Yeah, I think that's the best part. That is the absolute best part is finding the meals that you like and even, like, I hate this word, but like veganizing them, you know, like I did yeah. a, a vegan enchilada the other day and like nobody I eat refried beans nobody could tell they were vegan they were just enchiladas yeah, <laughs> so yeah. It's cool to to just make the food in a healthier version and everyone enjoys it yeah and that's what made this whole experience fun for me because I actually really enjoy cooking um and I you know I love food as you know I'm a foodie yeah. and so for me I'm like well you know, the reality is like, I'm going to try to make better decisions. I'm going to try to eat foods that make me feel good. So what are ways that I can take like the foods that I already love and like make them a little bit healthier for myself, you know? And that's what I did. I'm like, I'm finding ways to do that. And that's part of fun, you know, I'm doing a lot of research. I'm looking up recipes, I'm exploring and like having fun with it. So that to me is like part of the experience and it's the fun part for, my, for myself. It really, it really is. And I remember doing the same thing. Like you do have to somewhat be interested and want to do a little research on your own because, you know, like I remember you guys asking me for like recipe books or blogs or like influencers or people to follow that could, you know, help in educating you guys about this lifestyle. And it's like, you know, who inspires me or, the recipe books and the bloggers that I like may not be the people that you like, or, you know, you might resonate better with someone else. And so I think to be able to do a little digging on your own and find those things that you like, those recipes that you like is huge. Because again, like the foods I like might not be 100% the, the recipes that you like. Definitely, definitely. I mean, I spend so much time on Instagram looking up like hashtags, <laughs> like Dominican vegan, vegan Dominican recipes. Like <laughs> there are honestly, and there's surprisingly like so many people out there. There's one girl on Instagram and YouTube who she's a singer and she sings all of her recipes. She's so cool. And then... <laughs> There's actually um, a vegan bikini bodybuilder from Puerto Rico and she talks about, she's like one of the most well-known um, vegan um, bikini bodybuilders. And mm. she um, talks about how like her culture being Puerto Rican and the foods that she would eat growing up and basically making that switch and how like foreign it was at first to her yeah. But how she could, you know, find the recipes that she liked. 
So it's all about finding, finding what works for you. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So cool. All right. So let's see, how have you been able to stay motivated and consistent with your goals? I know we kind of just talked a little bit about this. Yeah, I know it's going to sound repetitive because we just talked about that. Um, but I feel like for me, one different habit that, you know, that, um, has motivated me is just focusing on the mental work through the process. Um, you know, when we started the program, we discussed, um, like our why. So focusing on our purpose, our why, um, I, you know, I envisioned where I wanted to be in three months. Um, we created food journals and as we just mentioned, like discussing, like how these foods made us feel, um, you know, do, do I feel bloated? Do I feel good? Do I feel crappy? Um, and so it's, it's been really helpful to check in with myself. Um, even when I know I'm doing like round two of the program, so I'm doing it again. But when we had taken a break, I made sure to still check in with myself because that was so important for me. Um, so yeah. yeah. I think the reflection part and the mindfulness is so underrated because that's kind of like where all the magic happens and our weekly check-ins and knowing that like, not so much that it's a chance to start fresh and start new, but instead just focusing on small goals week to week versus feeling overwhelmed that, you know, most people start a program and they think I have to be perfect for 12 weeks. And it's like, yes. No, that's not, that's not fun. That's not attainable. That's not real life. Yeah. And so really it's just week to week. Exactly. And I think, you know, for when I first started the program, I think I had that mentality, like, oh my God, I have to, this has to be perfect for me. Like I have to eat completely vegan and I have to be plant-based. And, you know, yeah. when we started, it was like the end of the summer. And so that's like, you know, grill season. <laughs> yeah. And so I was like, so nervous the whole time. I'm like, oh man, like, I don't know if I'm actually going to be able to do this. And like, I have to be fully vegan. And I think, you know, <laughs> while doing the program, I'm like, well, that's part of it. Like, it doesn't have to be all or nothing. You know, it's just like taking steps in the right direction, which yeah. is, I think that's what made it successful for me. Cause like in the past I would be like, oh, I'm not eating this. I was like hundred percent restrictive. I'm not eating this. And then the minute I eat it, I'm like, well, I want five of them now. Like I want five burgers now. Cause I haven't had one, you know? Um, and so I know that that doesn't work. Um, and I think if there's anything I can say like that I've learned from the program that I appreciate is that I haven't really been at like fully restrictive, you know, I haven't completely cut off anything. Like I haven't, I think being too restrictive, um, can be like kind of limiting. Um, and then, you know, I, back to what you were saying, it's like by setting those small goals, instead of being restrictive, I was trying to be more like inclusive. So, you know, instead of completely cutting out meat, I'm like, well, maybe I should start by like adding more vegetables instead of focusing on like no meat, no meat, like, okay, well maybe I should add spinach to like my meal every day or make it a habit to include it at least once a day. Yeah. Um, and that was like part of the process. Right. That's a huge point. And you just got me thinking because it's almost like once again, talking about that mindset. So you know, having an abundant mindset versus having a limited mindset. Yeah. And having a limited mindset, like, doesn't bring in any good energy at all. 
So instead of thinking about what you can't have or, you know, what this lifestyle doesn't include, what about what it does include and all the other things that we can eat? Because I for sure thought the same exact way. Like, well, if I don't eat chicken and I don't eat red meat, then what am I going to eat for my protein? But I think that's what I liked about the challenge was like, I knew that people were out there eating vegan, like, you know, making these massive grain bowls and eating all these things. And I was like, but how do I do that? Like, where do I start? Mm -hmm. And so that's, that's the cool part is, you know, you get creative with it, but really recognizing that it's abundance and it's not so much about like being limited. Yeah, exactly. And um, I think like when we created, well, when you kind of helped me create like my meal plan, um, I saw that you would put in the bottom, like, okay, try to eat, you know, uh, you know, you tell me like 15 to 20 grams of protein, and then you'd put like vegetable servings, like at least two servings of vegetables. And I think that was for at least two or three of the meals. And that had me thinking like, okay, that was like probably the middle of the program where I'm like, okay, well, this whole time I've been so restrictive about, about like meat. Well, like, why not? think about the ways that I can add these vegetables into my diet, into my lunch and into my dinners every day. Yeah. You know, totally doable. I love that. All right. Uh, were there any times, um, you felt like you failed, but you instead turned it into a learning experience? Yeah. Yeah. Um, and it's similar to what we're talking about, like we were just talking about, but like there was one time where um, during the program, I, you know, I was trying not to eat meat and I told myself like, oh, like I'm not gonna eat beef, I'm not gonna eat beef. And I think you remember this experience. <laughs> I like went and I like was passing a McDonald's and I'm like, oh man, I haven't had a Big Mac in a long time. <laughs> so I stopped and I ate the Big Mac. Um, and at that time I'm like, oh man, I was beating myself up because then I had heartburn and I didn't really feel too good after. Um, and yeah, I felt kind of crappy. And so I, in that moment, I'm like, oh my God, I failed. <laughs> like I just failed at this moment. Um, but then I thought about it and how much more unhealthy it was for me to kind of like dwell on that and dwell on the Big Mac. Um, and, you know, we mentioned this before, but like sticking to that negative mentality wasn't going to do me any good. And so I'm like, okay, it happened. I ate the Big Mac. I enjoyed it in the moment. In the moment, I was like, oh, this is delicious. It's been a while. Um, but then I realized like, okay, well, <laughs> the reason why I was feeling bad about it was because I know that this is going to make me feel kind of crappy. Like I'm going to feel bloated. I'm not going to feel really good. Um, and so... Yeah, um, I kind of like switched the mentality. Like I said, like I thought I had failed, but it wasn't really failing. It was me like learning from that experience. Um, and yeah. Yeah, and I think sometimes, I mean, unfortunately, and I think like less often, right? We want that to happen is like these feelings of beating ourselves up or failing, but but turning it into a learning experience. and. Yeah. Sometimes we do need to fall down to recognize, you know what, maybe next time I will be more thoughtful in my decision. And, you know, we mention yeah. it all the time that it's like, if you want something, go ahead and yeah. have it. Go yeah. ahead, don't yeah. deprive yourself, have it. And then, you know, think about the decision of like, 
pros and cons. Was it worth it? Was, you know, the heartburn afterwards? Maybe it was, maybe the answer is yes. And you're like, Mm -hmm. hell yeah, I got that out of my system and I'm not gonna do it again for another six months. But you know, it's just like, it's making those decisions and it's recognizing like what the pros and cons are. Yeah, and it really allowed me to like pay attention to my feelings after that. Cause then I'm like, okay, well, you know, I was nervous about eating this Big Mac, I ate it. And then after I'm like, okay, well, it got me thinking. I don't think before, like I'd eat a Big Mac and I ate a Big Mac, that was that. Now it's like, oh, I'm actually paying attention to like how this makes me feel. And that I'm doing that with a lot of my foods, you know, Big Mac or not, vegetable or not, you know, I'm paying attention to like how these foods make me feel. And so even though I felt like I had failed because I was eating the Big Mac, it really wasn't a failure. It kind of just helped me continue on with my, my goal of listening to my body and thinking about how certain foods make me feel. You yeah. Know? And even when like we discussed this when I when that happened, but we had said like, okay, well, what are some ways to prevent this like next time around? Because the reality is it's probably gonna happen. I'm probably gonna crave a burger again. Cause I yeah. like, you know, who doesn't like burgers? Yeah. Um, and so I'm like, okay, well, I can already I can have like a patty ready, like a frozen patty next time around. And I can try to find a way to make it like a Big Mac style. Like there are different ways around that so that I can still enjoy and have like that burger that I wanted um, but maybe it won't make me feel as like bloated and it'll be a little bit of a better decision than eating the Big Mac you know I think that's a great solution that way you know you're still kind of allowing yourself to enjoy something if it's a craving and it's it's something that you want and you know having that full experience but maybe it's you know honoring your body and how it's then going to affect your body so yeah. Huge. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Awesome. Yes. And I, I do remember that. And I would say definitely <laughs> a, a good learning experience because I think we all need kind of that little reminder every once in a while of like, this is why I am doing what I'm doing. Oh yeah, definitely. Definitely. Yeah. So what does success and health mean to you? It's kind of a broad question, but um, I'm interested to hear your answer. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I know this is going to sound cliche, <laughs> but to me, um, I'd say that like success means creating a healthy balance for myself. Um, you know, it means eat, continuing to eat the things that I love, um, making swaps along the way, but still like fueling my body with what makes me feel good. Um, and so, yeah, for me, it's all about the balance. Um, it's so important to me. You know, I want to continue working out. I want to continue taking care of my mental health. So, you know, what are ways that I can satisfy like all avenues of myself? Um, yeah. And for me, it's like I said, it's it's by eating a healthy diet, like something, you know, eating the foods that make me feel good. Um, but still just like making those healthier swaps, Mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. Yeah. And balance is tough because when we think of health and well-being we sometimes forget that like mental health is a part of that too and so going back to the mindset work it's like you you know if your goal is just to have a fit body and restrict foods well then there are going to be other areas of your life that are out of balance you know maybe your social life maybe it's you know your mental health so 
yeah, health really is that all-inclusive, well-rounded balance, if balance even exists. Yeah, exactly. And we discussed this in our last call, but I had brought up the example of like, the brewery and drinking beer like okay i i actually love beer and i'm like i know that sometimes when i drink beer i feel a little bloated and i feel a little full uh, i feel a little full but i'm like it's part of an experience it's an experience like i love going to the brewery and you know i like drinking beer i like the taste of it um and so i'm like how do i satisfy both of those things um and i think part of it is by maybe going and saying okay i'll limit myself to two beers that way i'm still enjoying it but i don't drink like four and then I'm like so full, you know? Um, and so that, that I think that's a good example of me satisfying all things, like still enjoying the beer, still enjoying the social experience, but also being a little bit mindful and maybe not having too many, you know? Yeah, right. And knowing that half of it is about the experience. So sure, like it is about the beer, the beer tastes good, you guys went there for yeah. the beer, but like, the other half is about your environment, your company, the whole yeah. experience of going out, especially during times of pandemic, right? It's like they're far and few <laughs> in between. Um, but yeah, I, I think that's the best kind of solution is to, you know, drink slowly, allow yourself to have a couple, yeah. but maybe not, you know, five or six beers where then, you know, the next day you're sitting on the couch hung over and dealing with that <laughs> exactly exactly yeah that's, that's also a great, great example yeah so what would you tell um any of the listeners who want to try plant-based but they're not sure how or where to get started yeah um i would say to start with baby steps it's all baby steps um i try to encourage my mom all the time um and i think i said this earlier but i think it's very very important because it's helped me out so much um but instead of starting by completely restricting everything i say why not start by adding something adding some greens adding some vegetables um you know add that veggie side you know if you're making i mean we kind of thought about this in the holidays but like maybe adding a side of like some sort of green just adding instead of being completely restrictive i think just by start by adding something um i know we you know we referenced this reference this before but i feel like those little choices those little swaps they come they come a long way so we absolutely do and that's a really good point it's just like add a side dish of greens and and like you said the holidays is a huge um example right there because I know in my own experience, I've definitely been to a Thanksgiving or been to a Christmas where there aren't numerous options for me. And then it leaves mm-hmm. me feeling hungry or it leaves me, you know, eating pasta or, or rice or something that's like totally, you know, not the nutrients that I want to be eating for an entire meal. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So for sure, that's, that's definitely one small step and I love that. So what was your biggest transformation um, from beginning to the end of the program? Yeah, um, so I'll say there are a few, but like my biggest physical transformation was like the weight loss. Um, I ended up losing about 18 pounds, um, you know, when doing the program since going plant-based and even then since like starting the workouts back in March. 
Um, so that's like the physical transformation, but like how my body feels overall, I feel lighter. Um, I feel really good. I feel stronger in my workouts. Um, I have less heartburn, less inflammation, uh, more energy. I'm feeling really good physically. That's incredible. And yeah. I think for you too, you know, you've been really like slow and steady with it. It hasn't been like a race. It hasn't been all this pressure that you've put on yourself. I think the strength has increased, the weight has come off and you've given yourself permission to take your time with it. That's such a great point. And I'm so glad you brought that up because um, that's something that was different from my past. So anytime I'd work out, maybe it's because it was the cardio, but I was someone who I would like lose weight and like gain weight very fast. I'd be like 10 pounds gained, 10 pounds lost. And so I'd always tell myself, like if I gain some weight, I'm like, oh, that's okay. I can just lose it really quickly. <laughs> you know, which is probably not like the best way to think, but you know, I would think that all the time. Um, and so I think by being more mindful this time around, it, it wasn't quick this time. Not that it wasn't quick. I mean, you know, it, it took time. Um, and so I'm happy that that happened because I feel like now it's going to be long-term. I didn't, this is like the first time ever where I didn't gain it back like right away. Yeah. That's amazing too, because, you know, knowing yourself and knowing your body that that's kind of like an old story that you had about yourself was like, oh, I can gain it because I know I'll just be able to lose it again, no problem. But this time it's like, you've worked so hard that why would you, why would you want to go backwards, you know, just to have to then work even harder to, to get it off again? Yeah, exactly. I like, in some, in some ways I'm like, oh my God, how did I even like, think like that? And I think because we're doing different types of workouts, it's just less likely to happen, right? Cause like, I feel like, like I said, I'm doing more strength training. So it's a little bit different, you know, I'm eating more protein. I feel like it's a lot more like, you know, we're trying to like gain more muscle. It's a little bit different. It's not just like, I feel like with me, when I would do like a lot, a lot of cardio, like it, I, like I said, I would like lose it and gain it quickly. So I feel like now it's more like long-term, which is great. Yeah. It sounds like your, your goals were different and now your strategy is different because maybe yeah. the goal was to just lose weight and now you're focusing more on the strength and the muscle tone. Exactly. I think that is what changed because before I'd always be like, oh, I want to lose like 15 pounds. This year, I didn't even tell myself like, oh, you're, I mean, I guess I kind of had some goals like, oh, it would be nice. I would tell myself like, it would be nice to be this weight by the summer. Um, but I wasn't like going crazy thinking about it and obsessive about it. Um, I kind of just said, okay, well, I'm going to try this program out with the goal of feeling good. That was like the difference. Like yeah. my goal was to like, feel good and to try to work out more and to like do something a little bit different to see how I felt. That's the difference. Yeah. That's great. Yeah. Okay. So the last question I have for you is what was the surprisingly easiest thing about your transition into plant-based? Yeah. Um, that's a good question. I'd say the easiest thing is probably, I think for me was, um, I think, 
you know, I spoke about this before, but like, I'm such a foodie and I love food. I think for me, it was like really fun to be able to explore some of the foods, like some of the plant-based foods. Um, and so for me, that was surprisingly easy. Like, don't get me wrong. There were some times where I'm like, okay, well, like, I love this dish. Like, how am I ever going to make something like that? Like, I love this. Like, an example is um, like something like steak with, I, I, I can only say it in Spanish. It's called like biste encebollado, which is like steak with like red onions. And I'm like, how can I ever make that again? And then I'm like, well, I'm just going to like look it up, <laughs> you know? And so like I found different ways around it. And for me, like that's the fun part. Um, and okay. yeah, like that was surprisingly, I wouldn't say the easiest, but like, that's what made me look forward to it. Yeah. Oh, that's amazing. Yeah. And I so like, one yeah, of the I things I did was I made it with like mushrooms, like portobello mushrooms. Oh yeah. And I saw, I actually saw the recipe from someone who she, she does like Dominican vegan recipes. Her name is uh, Coco Verde Vegan. She has like a catering vegan business. She's Dominican, does a lot of Dominican foods. And I saw it on there and I'm like, oh, this looks awesome. Like I have to try this. Yeah. It makes it exciting. It's like, oh, how can I, you know, first of all, how close is it going to taste to the real thing? But then also like, could it even taste better? Right? Like, yeah. The exactly. opportunities are endless. Yeah. And it's like, oh, well, what are different ways that we can like change this up to make it taste good, you know? And even like finding out about new foods, like I think, yeah, I'm pretty sure I learned about nutritional yeast from you. I didn't know what that was. And when I saw that in the recipe, I'm like, that doesn't really sound appealing. <laughs> <laughs> I know, I agree. Very oh, but, Yeah, but then once I like started eating it, I'm like, oh my God, this is so good. I put it on all my vegetables now. Like when I roast vegetables, I always throw some on there. It's like, it's kind of like, I don't even know if it's like Parmesan. I don't know how to describe it, but it's It is so cheesy. Good. It definitely has a cheesy flavor, but it also has like, all the B vitamins that you need. So that's yeah. great. So that was something new that I'm like, oh, like even my husband eats it. He doesn't know what it is. Like he just like throws <laughs> it on, you know? That's awesome. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> yeah, the things you discover. I'm actually going to have to do a post on that. Like the foods you discover going plant-based. Yeah. I mean, things I didn't really eat before. I mean, even like beets. I don't even, I, I never really ate that many beets. And now I've been like eating them. I'm like, oh my God, they're so good. Like, why didn't I eat this before? Yeah. You know? Amazing. Amazing. Yeah. All right, Rosalind. Well, that's all I have for questions. Um, is there anything that you kind of wanted to touch upon that maybe we didn't cover? I know that this has just been a really cool journey for you and a really cool experience. And you've you've honestly done it to your fullest potential. And, and all I can see from you is the mindset progress, the physical transformation, as well as like you said, like that overall balance that you've been able to implement into your life. Yeah, yeah, no. Um, and, and like I said, I'm feeling really good. And <clears throat> we've spoke about this in the last call, but it's not always like sunshine and butterflies, right? We've discussed that. Cause I know this sounds like a story that's like, oh, like everything sounds so good. And it's like, it's not, you know, it's not always like that. Like I have bad days, you know? And 
we've discussed this on our calls. Like I've had a week where I'm like, oh, like I'm feeling a little tired or, you know, I may be feeling a little off. Um, but, you know, through the mindset work, I'm able to work through those things myself, you know, yeah. and actually like listen to myself or journal it out. Like I've been finding different ways to really listen to myself. So I thought it, I think it's important to mention that, you know, it's not always going to be perfect and like happy days, <laughs> you know? I know, right? Because once you kind of get used to it and you've, you know, you've been doing this now, gosh, like, like six months now. Yeah, since like August, I think, or since September 1st, yep. Yeah, so sometimes we forget that in the beginning, especially like, it is really challenging. It is, it's very challenging. It's hard and everyone has those days, everyone has those weeks, but it always, matters when you can pick yourself up and kind of like just keep moving forward and you know getting out of those moods or getting out of that that energy that's just kind of stuck and figuring out what's keeping you down yeah and it happens like sometimes you know we're humans like sometimes we wake up and we're in a funk and we're not feeling good and it's just like finding ways to like get through it i mean even if it's you know you brought this up in our workouts and I love that you did that, but you were saying like, you know, when you look in the mirror, like tell yourself something good about yourself, you know, like think about something good. Think about your good qualities or say something, say a positive compliment about yourself. And I really appreciated that. Cause I'm like, oh man, like, you know, that day I actually happened to be feeling bloated and I'm just like, I'm not feeling great today, you know? And then I'm like, wait, <clears throat> we're so quick to look in the mirror. We spoke about this in our call too, but like, we're so quick to look in the mirror and just like automatically name the one thing we don't like, you know? Yeah, focus on the negatives and never yeah. the positives. When it's like, um, we've been working out for so long. Why are we focusing on the negative? Like, you know, yeah. we've had so many improvements. Why am I only looking at my thighs right now? <laughs> You're always our worst critic. And like, because you see yourself every day too, we're naturally, you know, as women, like we tend to pick ourselves apart, but it's like, if you took a picture of yourself 30 days ago, 60 days ago, you would not be, you know, and comparing them side by side, you would not be saying those negative things. Exactly, exactly, exactly. Yeah, that's really important to point out for sure. Yeah. All right, Roz. So where can everyone find you if they want to connect with you? If they, you know, your story really resonated with them. Um, where can we find you on social media? Yeah. So, um, so I'm on Instagram. Um, my handle is, is that what they're called? Handles? username. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so my name is Roz underscore love, R-O-Z underscore love so that's my name if you want to look me up on instagram um and yeah that's mainly where i am i'm not really on twitter or anything that's my Amazing. social media page so i love it yeah, yeah. thank Thanks you so much for having me Roslyn. i know that everyone is going to appreciate this episode so much because we dived in really deep today and we you know yeah. touched on some really juicy topics that i think people can resonate with yeah, definitely, definitely. Yeah. Good conversations. Yes. Thank you. It's been such a <laughs> pleasure having you on. Of course. Thank you so much. It was fun.
Wow, isn't Rosalind's story absolutely incredible? She has just taken so much action in the past year and getting really clear on what her goals are and then how to make them a reality. So I hope you guys enjoyed that conversation just as much as I did. And I want to hear, do you guys like to hear these interviews? Do you want to see more guests on the podcast? And if so, um, shoot me a message. I am on Instagram. You can find me either on my personal page at NatalieFalco underscore fit or on the Proving It Plant-Based Instagram account at Proving It Plant-Based. All right. If you are thinking about, you know, wanting to join in our coaching program, you listen to this episode and you're like, hell yeah, I'm so ready to start doing exactly what Rosalind is doing and, you know, need that little bit of guidance and accountability in getting there, then absolutely do not hesitate to reach out. We currently have the second round of the PB3 method in the works. They are almost halfway through the program. We are now in week five, but I will open those doors up in a few months from now. All right. So in the meantime, go ahead, add yourself to the Proving It Plant-Based Facebook group. This is a free community for you to connect with like-minded people who are interested in cleaning up their diet a little bit, interested in learning about plant-based nutrition. I post workouts in there. I post free recipes that I love and that other clients love. So go ahead and just search Proving It Plant-Based or I will put the link in the show notes for you to easily access. All right, so I hope you guys really enjoyed this episode. I enjoyed it so much and I want to hear what you think. So don't hesitate to reach out. And until next time, I will see you guys later.